Let's sing it. L'chovet the new year. L'chovet a Shabbos like we never had before. Shabbos, a real hachana for Shabbos would make the the next Shabbos you have so much higher than whatever was last Shabbos. So this is the first Shabbos of the year. What an opportunity to make sure that uh, this Shabbos we're going to have right now is, is like nothing we ever had before in our lives. The best, the best time to prepare is right now. 
And I'm so honored that we get to learn again. We get past these around. We should have a lot of, a lot of sad deshmaya, a lot of, a lot of really uh, tremendous help from above for this coming year of learning. Started off with the women yesterday. It's always smart to start off with the with Shechina. We started yesterday in Dov's house. Um, Dov, I didn't. I'm gonna get back to you, but I'm sorry. I'm gonna get back to you. Remember? No, no, no. I just I remembered right now. I'm gonna get back to you. Briefly to bring us back to where we were last week. A few extra. Okay. So briefly to to bring us back to where we were last week because it seems obviously like a, like a whole different reality last week, which is true. It is. It is. Now, this Nisan, and I'm very, very thankful to the Chaburah, because, you know, this is the Shabbos of, this is the year, is the year of Shabbos, right? We're now in Shemitah. And I got so inspired by the learning we've been doing. Tomorrow's Shabbos, Agadol uh, Drasha is going to be really an understanding the Pneumius of what it means to live a year of Shabbos. So that'll be Be'ezer Hashem. That'll be Be'ezer Hashem. Uh, is there any more? There's one more then? Guys, diving strong. The shul's ready before, sooner than we know it. We need, we need our own space. We need our own space. Okay, no one's going to sit right here, so let's put this... Wait. Sasha, you have a chair? No, no, no. Okay. Yeah, let let let's get it together. Every second counts. So therefore, um, I was I really just want to thank this Chabura because it inspired inspired me inspires me so much, and that's why the the drusha tomorrow is going to be really based on the learning that we've been, not based on it, but kind of trying to understand the Pneumius of Shemitah, the Pneumius of Shabbos, when it comes to a year of Shabbos, a year of Eretz Yisrael Shabbos, which is such a gift, it's such a rare thing. So I want us all to, to believe so strongly that right now, when we're doing this right now, it's Mamish B'Shem Kol Yisrael, that we're learning right now for the sake of everyone, not just our own Shabbos tables, Shabbos tables across the country, Shabbos tables across the the whole world. The last thing we learned last week was we said that you have to understand that when we're saying tefillahs like kegavna, that you're saying it with Reb Shimon Bar Yochai. You're saying it with the tzaddikim that composed these tefillahs. They themselves, what, what, what they had, the hit orerut, what they had brought in, down into the world, it never leaves. So the, the David HaMelech, the first six Mizmorei Teilim, you're with David HaMelech. Remember the first word he said to us was, What's the first word of Kabbalah Shabbos? Get out of smallness. The chu, that was what we were saying. The chu, get out of smallness. Go niranana. Go praise. And then lecha dodi. Then keep on going. Hisnari ma'afar kumi. Arise. Arise from dust. He's already, he's already. Wake up. Wake up. Why? Kiva orech. Your light has come. What's your light? The light of Shabbos has come. Therefore, if the light of Shabbos has come, we really understand in Pneumius that kol melachtecha asuya. There's nothing left you need to do anymore. It's all done. It's all done. So therefore, don't be stingy on thinking that, like, Bemet, these are real things. These are things that we could really attach ourselves to. So that was what we did until now. We did Mincha, we did Kabbalah Shabbos. We did a little bit of Mariv. Remember the story we learned about Rabbi Shmuel Shapira the whole night of Friday night? He kept on going over and over again over the words, Remember we learned that your love, your love for us, never ever remove your love for us. Now these are words we just say, right? But mamash, no. It's not that we just say them. These are words that even though I say it every night of the week, because Mariv is the same every night in Toshmona Esrei, but on Shabbos, I can feel a stronger connection to the words I got a funny text this morning. They, someone, I don't know, someone in a city in Israel said to me, I just wanted you to know, last week in the Aftara was the, 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 
an everlasting love. So the chaz, the guy, the guy that was leaning maftir, started singing that nigun during the haftarah instead of leaning it. So we and we politely booed him. I wanted. That's what he said. <laughs> I said. Uh, it's okay, I would do the same. There's a time and a place for everything, you know? Yeah? When you're laying off Torah, you're laying off Torah, no? <laughs> you're laying off Torah, just laying off Torah. But in the Pneumius, please never remove, remove your love from us, you know? Just, it's a time and place for everything. Okay, so the time and place for everything, now we're going to Kiddush. Now, Kiddush, in many homes, is the least calm moment of Shabbos. <laughs> That's why I want to I wanna, I wanna preface something, okay? We may be learning very deep stuff about Kiddush, but this type of learning we're going to do today can, has the potential to make you feel like the lowest Jew when you go home. Because Kiddush is not, especially in the era we live in, where we're not like, uh, you know, hundreds of people around the Rebbe holding the... We're with kids or with hungry spouses. It doesn't matter what it is, right? Or we ourselves. After an hour and a half davening. Exactly, right? Uh, yeah, but they... Is this a precursor hold, for you starting to make Kiddush? <laughs> One day we'll all do like a big grace of Kiddush together, you know that? So the, Rav, Rav Kluger, who we'll hopefully be learning from later when we, when we're, when we go through a few of these Mamarim, Rav Kluger has a very interesting thing about, and Rav Judah Michelle taught me this about, when you're sitting there Kiddush after you learned all these tires on Kiddush, and then you see the house, people, kids jumping off their couches, he says, if that is the perfect, highest, deepest Kabbalistic tikkun that can happen. But we're not learning that yet. First, we're going to learn about what, what Kiddush is all about, okay? Now, Kiddush is really what we say, you become shutaf lemay sabreshis. When you're saying, why can't you say that alone? Why does it have to be with another person? Edus. What are you giving testimony over? That God created meaning. It's very. It's a very high thing. Remember when when this whole mishagas of all these restrictions started happening. I remember Rav Shachter had a shaila. He said, "What what do you do about Friday night?" Later we can find hetarim to daven alone in shasat chak and everything. But what about vayichulu? What about giving testimony over the creation of the world? That always has to be done b'tzavta with other people, like in, in shul sometimes. Uh, I remember you and, and Benny and Yehuda when he was still living here, there was always a chavra that the marv was a bit longer and there was always a very strong vayichulu after davening because it can't be alone. It's all coming to show us that Kiddush is really something exalted. We're going to learn a little bit about Kiddush, but again, I'm prefacing by saying, don't go home now and use this to make you feel, to make other people feel bad. Remember that our wives and children are not learning these tarahs. And they don't need to learn these tarahs the way we're learning them. We need to know deep down inside that something's happening. And if there's an opportunity to plug it in a little bit deeper, we'll, make, we'll, we'll jump on that opportunity. But you, you hear what I'm saying. Don't, let's, let's use this to only elevate our Shabbos and not Khalila the other way. I don't know, at least in my house, Kiddush is never really... We're all standing around the table, holding hands, bringing testimony to the down to the world that God created the heavens and the earth. Sasha, by you it's like that? It's a Russian minag, right? Every shot. You like scream something like them, the KGB, and you like... It's kind of like Pesach and the Seder. You could learn so much, prepare so much for the Seder. And you're like, it's all for the kids, what are you going to do? Exactly. Chaim Kramer used to give us eight said, Listen, there's a lot to accomplish. And whatever ends up happening will end up happening. Don't... Go, don't put people back into Avdus at the Seder. <laughs> right? So with Shabbos, it's supposed to be Menucha. Don't put people back into slavery. Don't be enslaved to what you think has to happen at the Shabbos table. That's an important Nikuda, okay? Uh, sorry? That's the whole test. That's the whole test. That's the whole test. If it was easy, if your kids were sitting around the table, like you said, waiting, what's the tech, you know, <laughs> right. then there'd be no anger, no anxiety, no, the whole idea is how you approach it with the situation Nahon. that you're in. Can Nahon. you have any menucha, Nahon. you know, walking to the table? You could, you could probably relate to it. Yeah, every, yeah, it's his, our door, okay. So you see on Daf Mem Hey, HaKabalah Shabbos V'Amayrev, Hinam HaChana L'Heilig Kiddush. So basically everything we learned about Mincha, about Kabbalah Shabbos, about Mairiv, that's all a preparation for the Heilige Kiddush, for the Holy Kiddush. Do you see on Daf Mem on the right column in the middle? Does everyone have it? 
Zohar is Yom HaShabbos Lekotcho. Kol Brekola. Kol Te Brekola? He says this. Kol Mashu, right? Any little piece of his alus, Bakidush, Mamshich Yomim Uneharos Shel Kedusha. Even one moment of a strong kavana with one word doing Kiddush draws down upon us rivers and oceans of holiness. So that, what he said over here, Brekali, Dafka said one word, right? Not the, obviously the whole Kiddush give out, but if you can tune into one word of the Kiddush, three words of the Kiddush, one bracha of the Kiddush, it brings down, it's a tremendous drawing down of holiness into the world. Hashivim Tevos, Shivim Iturim. Now, there are 70 words in Kiddush that provide for us 70 Iturim. You know, in, in modern Hebrew, when a person gets an Itur Kavod, that means... Uh, oh, Moshe, Accommodation. Medal of Honor is an Itur Kavod. So that's, that's Kamiya. Yeah. 70 Shivim Iturim. There's 70 words you keep on... Like a mamish, like a, you know, my grandfather, Alva Shalom, won the, uh, he got the Purple Heart. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. World War II. He was, yeah, he was Pacific Jungles. He was, he was for the American Army. Like, itur kavod. Can you imagine, like, arming yourself with, with 70 iturim? Can I get the 70 words that are in Kiddush? Every word puts on you some kind of splendor of glory, of dignity. What's the purpose? Legaresh meitanu achizas haklipa hamushrashim b'shivim umos. So there's seventy nations, right? From the seventy nations, there's klipa that during the week has some kind of achiza. It can grab onto us. It can really plug into us very easily. And Shabbos, the seventy words of Kiddush provide for me the armor to legaresh for me all the seventy klipas that come from the seventy nations. And all the anger, and all the kina, and all the covered, all these things that I don't, that is really not me, I got them because Esav and Edom and Yishma, all these nations had an achiz on me. Kiddush, I come, I whack them out. Every word purifies, refines, and sanctifies. Let's just chuck out three words right now from the middle of Kiddush. Get it, middle of Kiddush. Asher bara. God created the world. Your consciousness of creation of the world. I'm doing this because the first Saturday that ever happened, the first Shabbos in the world, God brought down the words that I'm saying right now. You think that Klippa has anything on you like that? That's it. Wiped it out. Throw out another word. Middle of Kiddush. Zecher. I'm, I'm right now, right now, there's, I, I see the exodus in front of my eyes. I live in that consciousness. Um, vanu. In us. Bacharta. In, you chose, it's us. It's us you chose. See, every word. Every word is filled, filled, filled with Kedusha. Umesir mehaadam et hashivim shel kutnot or. Or. Okay, this is very interesting. What, could, does anyone know what this is referring to? What about Adam Arishon? What's Kutnot Or with, with Ayn? No, with Ayn is skin. After the, after the Chet of, of Adam Arishon, what ended up happening to him? Why did he have to get, become uh, clothed? The awareness, the consciousness of this world started to affect him. So there's 70 layers of, 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 or of skin that suddenly he was more, unfortunately, in touch with. But in, who, whose who Sefer Torah was it that it was, it was or with the letter Aleph? Rabbi Meir, I think, right? Does anyone know this? In Rabbi Meir's Sefer Torah, I think it was Rabbi Meir, it brought, it, he had a Sefer Torah where the word or was with an Aleph. Which Mamish, he just, it was, it was like rectifying the chait of Adma Rishon, where you have more and more layers of light, changing the ayin, the shivim umosa olam, or to Aleph. This is, this is basically what Kiddush can do to us. Remember, Adma Rishon finds out about tshuva a few minutes before Shabbos. 
right? So then he goes back into Shari, he realizes, oh my God, had I known that it's possible to do tshuva, I wouldn't have hidden. I wouldn't have felt the need to hide. So I'm going into Shabbos, rectifying this ein, shivim, the 70 nations, the klipas. You know, this is very deep stuff, but it's okay, we could table into this a little bit. Kutnos or the layers of skin that I'm so in touch with during the week, and I'm changing it into kutnot or of light by tuning myself into the Kiddush, to the 70 words. Sheyeh tachtav kutnot or tikun ches adam arishon etzadas gefen. And what am I doing this on? I'm saying Kiddush on what? On wine, according to some of the deus. I don't know when it became <coughs> an apple, right? You know, like an apple. Adam and Eve ate an apple from the tree. It's... <laughs> We have no idea what they ate from the tree, okay? But according to many Kabbalistic texts, it was actually Geffen. So anyway, we're doing it on the Geffen, saying Borei Priya Geffen, while we're rectifying the Shivim. This is, this is very big stuff. Noach tried, but unfortunately, he got close, but not, he, didn't, he didn't hit home. He, he basically was trying to steal third. He's trying to steal home. He was running home from third. And Mike Sosha came and... and uh, yeah, the Gary Carter, sorry, but more East Coast uh, 80s every year. So he says, I know I just said something very high. You want to be in tune with any of this? Have a shtickel hachana before Kiddush. What ends up happening to us? We come, to, we come home. You're fixing the 70 umos olam, right? <laughs> All kids are jumping off the chandeliers. So, meaning, to have a chance, to have a chance to be a little bit connected to this, you have to learn about what Kiddush is all about. And even then, you're not guaranteed anything. But at least you know that it's, there's something there. It's, just, it's, it's more than just rattling off a bracha. You know, there are people that suffer from social anxiety. So when they go up to get an aliyah to the Torah, I see this all the time, they have deep, deep kavanas. But in public, to say brachas is very hard for them. So they rattle, brachas barach. It's not because they're belittling the brachas. It's just, it's not pashat for them. Like I know in shul, the few chaver, never, I never give them aliyahs. Why? Because I know they, it just, it's not a good, it's not good for, it won't be good for them. But then you go to certain tables where it's like, it's not about social anxiety or anything. It's just, it's whatever. It's just because it's a tradition, it's culture. It's like what Mordechai Kaplan tried to, you know, do with, with the reconstructionist movement to explain that Judaism is a culture, but it's not really an emesdik, a pnimiyazdik, a relig- like a, a, a path to the Ribbon Shleilam. So the consciousness, le'at, le'at, learn a little bit about this to know what's waiting for you in Kiddush. So we're going to focus a little bit about the main theme of Kiddush. Lo lekar, lo leko, and he, I like what he says here very much. Lo lekol echad yeshet ayev sharut mitzad habnei ba'is vechadome lehari charbe bekiddush. Not everyone can do an amshin over kiddush. You know how long an amshin over kiddush is? The amshin over Rebbe saying kiddush. I seen him say kiddush. I he stopped looking at the watch after fifteen minutes. Fifteen minutes. That's like the <laughs> minimum shba minimum. Ach, but the, he says, not everyone, you can't do this. You can't stand there and expect your kids to, you know, understand. Listen, right now we're, 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 we're putting on ourselves, you know, but, connect with your heart to the inside of what Kiddush is all about. Then what ends up happening is that the rest of your meal is basically receiving the, the bolts of lightning that came from your Kiddush. Mamash, he's like, he keeps on drawing. Remember what he said before? Kiddush is basically, the preparation for Kiddush is Kabbalah Shabbos and Mairev. Now he's continuing and he's saying, okay, that was nice. Now Kiddush is basically a preparation for having a Shabbos Deke meal, where, where the meal is literally what Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov were, were, were with, hopefully, also. What Hashem had in mind with the with the gimel seudas. Let me just finish two more lines in the, and then in the paragraph. Kikula hemshech shel hakidush. It's all a continuation of the kiddush. Utnailo kedekaimalan kiddush b'makom seuda. This is a gevul thing. What do we say in the halacha? Where are you supposed to say kiddush? Where you're eating? Even if you said kiddush already. 
Let's say you said Kiddush and Shul. Or let's say you came home early and you know you had guests that were going to come 45 <coughs> minutes or they're running a little bit late, right? So what do you do? You can do Kiddush in the kitchen, your wife's making salad, whatever. You can, but then when you go back to the table, you have to do Kiddush. Now he's, that's... The Chazal and Atzlam saying this is that Kiddush and the Seuda are really one. Because it's the Hemshech of the Kiddush. The Seuda itself is the Hemshech of the Kiddush. Yeah, Pesach. The Pnimius HaKiddushi Lidvok Bepashtus Aledei HaPashtus Zochim Lepnimius We said this last week also about the Pashtus of the depths of Kabbalah Shabbos. Yeah, you could try to understand, you know, delve really, really deep, but on a Pnimius level, there's got to be simplicity also to this whole thing of Kiddush. Okay? Because I... I don't know about the 70 nations, so what am I supposed to do? So what's the pashtus, what's the simplicity of what Kiddush is all about? They, had, they went to Shabbos and Meiron and they spoke about this. What is Kiddush? Saying thank you. That is what Kiddush is all about. Saying thank you. Right? My favorite piece of Kiddush is Asher Kiddushanu Mitzvosav Veratzavanu. Veratzavanu. Those two words. You want us. You sanctified us in your mitzvahs and you wanted us. And then Veshavis Kochka Beahava Uveratzan. Reb Shlomo taught in Rabbi Nachman that in Kiddush you stop for a second and it's also in Shmonasri. We say, What did you give us? What's our nachla? Is that on Shabbos, I find out what I love, what I really love, and what I really want from life. And I'm so thankful for that, that there's an actual a stop in my, in my day-to-day that I could actually zone out and be like, wait, 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 wait. I know I'm supposed to do all these things, but what do I really love about life? What do I really want about life? Shabbos comes and says, this is the address. Here is where you find these things out. You could rattle off the brachas and you'll never get anywhere. Or you could take your time an extra second and start to find out. And it's like some, sometimes like you'll see Charles's like highlighters suddenly come up in front of your eyes. That, that yellow, uh, right? That thing that he highlights everything he learns. It's like some things get highlighted. How do we figure this out? Remember, Kiddush is about Hoda'ah. Hoda'ah. Thank you, thank you, HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Lehodos ala matana tova shel Shavis Kodesh. Thanking Hashem for this amazing gift, just saying thank you. That's what Kiddush is. Lehodos ala shvisa ala menucha. Thank you so much that you forced everyone to close up shop. That's really what he's saying. That's really what, what Kiddush is. Kvishis iparnu sham. Listen to this story. That, that's a reference to Reb Simcha Bonim Apshischa. Amar, Shehu Mekane Bakatsav Shal Pshischa, Al Hargasha Samanucha Shal Shabbat One day, the Pshischa Rebbe says, I'm so envious of the butcher, of the local butcher's feeling of Shabbos, the Chasidim are like Rebbe. He doesn't open a safer all, but are you kidding me? He probably barely makes it home for Shabbos. We haven't seen him in shul ever. Maybe once, like Shabbos Shuva, maybe he comes out of guilt, but he doesn't have. What are you talking about? He says, Shebeyemehem, in those days, You guys know what this means? The only way that butchers, well, my grandfather was, was one of the main butchers, and uh, the same one I mentioned before, actually. The Pchaim Yitzchak, a Koyen, I'm a Koyen from my, my mother's side too, we're fully Kohanim. He's the great-great-grandson of the Chedush Yerim, that's that line. Where Shaviak was a big name in Ger. So he was also this Medal of Honor, and he, he won a, a, a he, he won the Purple Heart. He, he won a, a bunch of medals. And um, he was the butcher in, in Passaic. For many, my mother grew up, he was the butcher in Passaic on Main Avenue. For those of you that know uh, Passaic, before it became Ira Koydish Passaic. This is when there was this like, I don't know. You, do you remember Passaic from back then? Not so much. It, was, it wasn't big, it was very, very small. You couldn't, the meat, what would, today what we have with, with freezers and, and refrigeration, you can hold on to meat for a number of days. It's not a problem. Back then, how are you going to hold on to the basar without it, become, without, without it rotting? You, you couldn't. So what did you have to do? Umimela, 
ככל שהיה יותר סמוך לשבת, היה לקצב יותר עבודה שיהיה ליהודים בשר לשבת. The closer you got to Shabbos, the more he had to pound out work because he had to keep on pulling out basar and working on it in the moment. He couldn't preserve it, he couldn't work on it earlier in the week and then make it, oh, it's ready for Shabbos. It had to be right away. So Friday was in crazy intense. Now maybe he wasn't dipping in the mikvah every Friday afternoon. So maybe he didn't feel the hachana for Shabbos. But... But then Shabbos comes in, the, the butcher couldn't move his arm anymore. He couldn't move. But then when, when, when his Shabbos came in, he felt menucha more than, it, more than people that are able to toivel chill an hour before Shabbos, play instruments, have a l'chaim, ragua, no, no, no. You may have a deeper feeling of some kind of like deep meaning of Menucha of Shabbos. The butcher of Pshischa felt the Menucha of Shabbos. He felt Shabbos coming in. So what, what was he trying to say? Was he trying to say to his Hasidim, forget all these holy Hachanas Friday afternoon. Go become butchers or go become something that would force you to feel like you're exploding when Shabbos comes in. He wanted to tell us, Sheesh Gdola Bepishtan Shel that sometimes the highest feelings in the world come from the most simple, basic approaches to them. Shabbos is supposed to be menucha. Most of us do not feel menucha when Shabbos comes in. Because we're always under the intense pressure of, did I do enough? Achanas, and I better get to shul on time. And then I get home and kids... Be- but sometimes the simplicity of being a butcher on a Friday afternoon in Pshizcha, you feel Shabbos so much more. Because you're working your brain. Listen, some of our chavah here that are working American, you probably work till a second before Shabbos, no? More or less. Alavai, you should work. You should have no hachanas for Shabbos. Saying, with the advent of the cell phone, oh, it's amazing. He gets to it. Look, next paragraph. Like, you really feel Shabbos. Next paragraph. Just like the butcher who thanks Hashem, thank God. Time came and I had to close up shop and I feel the menucha of Shabbos. Even though you could say this is a small-minded level of connecting to the menucha of Shabbos, he definitely feels the menucha of Shabbos. But even that thankfing, that, that thankfulness, this is coming from the depths of the heart, literally. Because he fully feels the goodness that now was created for him. So Avi was right. We're not, gonna, we're not becoming butchers in Pshizcha. So we don't feel the physical labor ending and going into Menucha, but our generation is privileged to something unbelievable. And what's that? The mental, the mental and the emotional equivalent of a butcher that's preparing slabs of meat after slab after slab after slab after slab. These Yemach Shemamim do to us much more, they wear us out much, much more than the butcher on a Friday afternoon. What about a rabbi right. who has to answer 8,000 texts? What's the question? Imagine what kind of relief he has for Shabbos. <laughs> well, you don't think they ask him in shul? <laughs> oh, Shabbos comes. Oh, I can't ask you anything. <laughs> right, it's only one at a time. Not ping, 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 ping. Well, this is why. Guys, give me a bracha. I have a new phone. He's saying you could feel this today. There's no beeps. There's no. Vo- pockets vibrating, there's no you know, checking to see every single second if you're feeling wanted in the world it's an amazing thing this is basically what checking your phone sorry, your, your, um, your pocket computers are checking to see if you feel important you're not waiting for anyone to call do you know what kind of opportunity we have with Kiddush today more than the butcher in Pshischa much more much more. You have to take that opportunity to not want that phone on Shabbos, though. So for our kids, keep it in mind, it's not so simple. 
like when we turn off our phone, it's a huge relief. Right. Well, for most of us, like we've gotten to that level, like thank God, no work. For the kids, though, they're missing it. So like they're actually struggling. We need to talk to them. Like I know, like in Teaneck, where I was before I made up, you have religious, you know, religious Orthodox kids where it is a known issue right. with using the phone on Shabbos. They, they, will right, not right. Be, they won't do other affairs. It's just such a pull. Right, they right. physically can't. So for our kids here, it's like we need to talk to them and Nacha. understand them that they're not having that manucha maybe so simple. Well, well, we'll get there. We'll get there. It's a big Indian. It's more in America. It's, it is less here. It's much more. I know they, it's called half Shabbos, I think. We should never know such hurt, things, but, but, like, but you're saying the aspect, even if they're not doing it, though, right. the might not No, be but if but I believe fully that if those children see their parents glowing, saying thank you for being able to breathe Friday night, and no guarantees, never. But something, I believe enough in Shabbos that something gets trickled down, you know. But we'll get there. We'll get. What's that? I would say that it, what's, what's critical is developing a connection with the kids because they're plugged in. Because you know, like I was saying, plugged in but disconnected. Like they're looking for a connection. So you know, more than just being plugged in. Like if we're giving them a connection, even through Shabbos, like spending time, get you know, engaging them. I think it's uh, yes. Well, well, we're going to speak about these in Yanim because it's a very important thing. Is, yeah, is when your house is crazy. When you're making Kiddush, like that is what is Kodesh about the moment. Right. Because right. it is that noise. Because, like, you know right? What? Because you're, during the week. They're only making noise because the electronics are off. Right. So that's that's crazy. And that's what a deep kavana now we could have with the, with, the, with fighting. and <laughs> It's true. No, no, no. Turks are right. Ari, you're right. This is it's our door. This is our door. Shem knew this was going to happen. It's not. Hashem knew it. this is where we're, we're, we're going to be. So now, how do we battle with, with today? what's today's weapons? Today's weapons is learning a little bit on a Friday. I believe one of the... Okay, wait a second. Wait a second. Kiddush. Shnia. We're in the f- fifth line of the second paragraph. Lechaven bekiddush lehodos al kol pirtechilke ha-shabbos ubifrat ikar hainu shel shabbos. Thanking Hashem not just that I'm not working and not just that I'm not glued to a screen, but also about the pinimius of Shabbos. HaTorah shel Shabbos. You know, learn, Shabbos learning, on the one hand, I'm so glad there are no uh, 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 recording devices around. On the other hand, like, I wish we could listen to the way we learn on Shabbos. The Shurim on Shabbos. It's a, it's completely different. Tfilos Shabbos. Hashiros v'atishbachas. Godel hamatana shel Shabbos. The greatness of this gift called Shabbos Kfisha Bir Harebi Rebhenech. Just for the reference, so we should be more familiar with these names when he, when he does name dropping here. He's referring here to Rebchanach Henech of Alexander. Okay, just you should know. Etapiska, we say on Friday night, Azamar Bishvachim, that's the Arizal's Zemer. Reshimin Ustimin Begoi Kol Almin. What does that mean? Really, what Shabbos really is, is, is so high and superior than what we understand. That even in the higher worlds, whatever that means, there's a little bit of a signature of Shabbos. But even there, in the higher worlds, even there, where we are, so to speak, our intellectual, well, the the mochin, if you learn Tanya, the, the drawing down of intellect is more expansive in higher worlds, even there, Shabbos is still a secret. There's just like a little rishimin, but, ustimin, but it's still satum, it's still a little bit sealed. Because God loves us so much. And he has such compassion upon us. Botesh batishin. That means he breaks through with the axes and he, he knocks down mechitzas so that what? Derech kola olamot. That through all worlds, sheyuchal or hashabbos lehofia afilu beolam haasia. So that Shabbos can even, you understand, if something is so deep and pnimi, 
How could it have access to such lower places? Like, how do we really have any access to Shabbos? Right? Look at the world. When you don't live in a Shabbos Dika world, like if you're not really, I mean, I'm sure many of us here lived not just without Shabbos, but like we lived very, very far from anyone that was living with Shabbos. I'm sure there are moments in our lives, right? How could it be that we could live in the same world with people that have nothing to do with Shabbos? Talking about Yidin right now. And yet in our lives, Friday night is a completely different experience. How could it be even? Understand? How could this be? <coughs> you know, I was watching, I was watching uh, last year on the news, so this is like last Motzei Shabbos, someone said, I saw a piece of a big, big party that happened somewhere, a big beach party or a pool party. I couldn't remember exactly what it was. And it, ha- it was on Shabbos. And I was, I, sometimes I pinch myself, I'm like, Am I really living in the same universe? Bemet. He's saying over here, really, the Shabbos is so exalted, it doesn't even make sense that we have an achiza. We live in such a chomri world. We live in such a materialistic world. Such a materialistic world. It doesn't really make sense that I have a connection to something so beyond this world. Shabbos is not in this world. It's me'en al-maba. How do I have access to such a thing? God's chesed. Through all the words, hello, Beram Atik Yomin, up there, up in Atik Yomin, that's the high, high world, Olam, hello, Batish Batish, and God just drilled holes through every single world, through every funnel, so that the light of Shabbos can be accessible to us here. And the more I prepare myself, that knowing that, listen, God, that's what God did so that I can be connected to it, the more I could grab in more and more of these moments of Shabbos. Sounds like Mitzrayim with the uh, Malkut, especially with Malkut Moshe, that the Jews had Orb in and everyone else, they could be next door to them. You know, they could be drinking, you know, a cup of blood and the Jews are drinking water, but like... That's amazing. That's really amazing. Now, unfortunately, what you're saying is not, is not only true when it comes to the comparison between Jews and Egyptians... The comparison can also be made between Jews and Jews. You can walk, huh? For instance, that's an amazing one. We're we're in a year right now of Shabbos. This is the seventh year, right? The land itself, it's a whole other experience. And yet you get people that are, because they're not in Eretz Yisrael, have zero connection to the opportunity of connecting to Shvis. What you were talking about, Rav Neri was teaching about Bichlal, even when you're done with your meals now, right? With food, certain foods that you have. Now, you can't just treat the leftover food like you did during the year. But it's more than that. It's more than that. You could have people that are under the assumption that they're plugged into the light of Shabbos because they, go, because they do the rituals. We're trying, to, we're trying so hard to make sure that the community that we're collectively establishing is one where we're aware at least that these kinds of things exist. At least we know that they exist. Hopefully we're going to take more and more, you know, make more of the opportunities that Hashem is giving us. But it's really, really much more than that. On the, ne- on the next page that you have, we're not going to do all the things. I'm just telling you, it's, one qu- it's, a, it's two quick stories about how there was a rumor in Rizhin that that the the... Kiddush cup of the original Rebbe used to boil, start boiling, bubbling and boiling when the Rebbe was saying Kiddush. And someone came to the Chortkever, it's one of the sons of the Rebbe, and they asked him, tell me, is it, is it true that your father's cup used to literally boil when he was saying Kiddush? He said to him, do you think in all the years of my life standing next to my father, I ever noticed anything other than the light of Shabbos while he was saying Kiddush? But he said, but I'll tell you something. It would shock me if the cup wasn't bubbling. Wine bubbling. You know why? Because the person that was holding that cup was bubbling with fire and passion and Kedushan. Kiddush. That he went into the recognition of what we just said before. Of thank you so much for giving me access to this light. That without, I know that I can't continue to exist. All of us here know. 
If we did not have Shabbos, there is no way we could exist. We know that. We only know that once you're in Shabbos. I heard Rabbi Shlomo say that if someone kept real Shabbos, and then they were able to not keep Shabbos, Haraya, that they really never kept Shabbos. That's deep, right? That's very deep. But then he said something really deep. Not that that wasn't. He said, people have different, different definitions of Vishamru Ruvne Israel. What does it mean to be Shomer Shabbos? You Shomer Shabbos? You Shomer Shabbos? Right? Obviously, I know we're all, <laughs> what movie we're all thinking about, but I'm not going there right now. So, this is an amazing thing he said in my book. Someone who's Shomer Shabbos is someone that can't go to sleep at night knowing that there's still Yidin that don't know about Shabbos. That's a Shomer Shabbos type of job. So our job is well cut out for us here in Efrat. Big time. And Baruch Hashem, we're ready to stand up to we are. Biyachad, this is a new year, it's a year of Shabbos. Our job is really cut out for us. That we should be privileged to be from those, like it's like David Amelach says, Hine lo yanum, velo yishan. Who doesn't shluf? Shomer Yisrael. The ones that are guarding over. Listen, if our chayalim, if our 18 year old tzaddikim don't sleep at night so you and I could sleep peacefully on a Friday night, we could afford certain Friday nights, as tired as we are, to do one extra limud, one extra tehillim, sing with a bit more kavana, so the light of Shabbos should reach. All the, all the corners of the world. But Bifrat, it starts with our own communities, with our own surroundings. And Bishuz that will really we'll be able to plug in and taste the inner Pneumius of Shabbos Kodesh. So two things, well, three things really. So tomorrow, Friday, Shabbos, again, I don't usually push this because I know it's, it's, it's hot and <coughs> it's the middle of the day, but I, I feel very important. Everyone should try to make it. 5 p.m. tomorrow for the Shabbos Agadot Drasha. It's your schus, anyway. It's your fault that it's going to be. But we're going to be learning. So, 5 p.m. tomorrow. Tomorrow night, there'll be a... I'm not, I'm, I'm not like a... I'm not a promoter. You were. I was. <laughs> uh, I'm not a promoter, but if there's, if there's a one... It's because I love us so much. And I sent out a link last night. We're having in our home a, a, a real Malava Malka. And Malava Malka is something that we have to, we have to really take upon him. The schus of Simcha Hochbaum, Reb Simcha Hochbaum, who really uh, spoke about this with me earlier last year. We have to work more, like Shalashudas, we have to work more. Malava Malka has to become a, a thing that is not just once in a blue moon. But to start the year off with the Malava Malka is a very important thing. One of the people, the person we're bringing to our house, this Mosei Shabbos, is not just one of my best friends. He's one of, my, he's one of the people in life that it's hard to, to describe the feeling of tshuva that you feel in their presence. Not in a frightening, freaky way. You know, there are those too. But in a way where Bemet is something else. His nigunim are out of this world. His Torah is out of this world. And he's a real chaver. He's a real, he's Bamash, a friend of mine for over the Kimat 25 years. A very, very special person. And his name is Rabbi Raz Hartman. Some of you have heard of him before. Some of you will hear of him. Everyone's invited to come to our house tomorrow night. I think it's at 9. 9. I also want to give a big plug. Sunday night. Sunday night lights. I'm so proud of this initiative of our Hevra. There'll be three simultaneous shiurim. David Jerome, Yossi Sassen, and Chacham Shaul be talking simultaneously. We'll see how that... And this is Charles's experiment. We'll see how this... Um, you know, he, we'll see how this ends up. But I, I, I think it's very chashuv. What time is that? Sunday? Nine. Nine. It's at Charles? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right down the block over here. That's Sunday night. Monday morning, we'll have one last chabura before Yom Kippur. Monday morning, we're going to do the last piece on Tikkun Amidos. Monday morning at nine o'clock here. So the kids are, this is the time to take advantage of every moment that we, that we have available to us. And all this should be done with Simcha. That's the... That's the biggest key. To be privileged to have a simcha. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Men and women. Let's say Shabbos. Okay, let's sing one more name. L'chobet the new year. L'chobet Shabbos. L'chobet the year. Sorry. L'chobet the... Whatever is happening right now. Exactly. <laughs> let's do... This is the nigun from this Shabbos, from this Haftara. Shabbos. 
Yishai is going to be in Shul tonight with us. He'll be sharing some words. Yishai Fleischer, Bezrat Hashem. Another powerhouse. So all the, all the, uh, the, the, the plates ready. Baruch Hashem, we removed everything off the plate from last year. Now we're ready for new, for a new Seuda. We should eat it in Be'avah, Be'ratzon, and Be'kdusha. Thank you, everybody. Yisrael. Amen. Just label it.